0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Sands Pants Network.
1: Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we talk. We ask the most important important sporting sporting question of all. I'm Joel. I'm Tom. And for the third week in a row, Sean's not here. In fact, we just recorded an episode <laughs> of our podcast, Cramps, which is a monthly film podcast you can find on Sandspens Plus or the Skatey Boys Patreon. Yeah. And Sean said, not today, boys. And he stood up and he walked out yeah. before we recorded this. We just saw him. Uh, he, was, he was right there. I thought, I thought the Lions had a win. Yeah. He was in the room. He's been talking about footy again. He's been talking about footy he again. He congratulated us on a roast trinity. He did. He did. And I said... But then he immediately said, that'll only ever get said in this show. <laughs> um, so I guess, Joel, speaking of roast trinities. Tom, how good's a roast trinity? Woo! <laughs> Here we go! Yeah. Oh. AFLW is cooking. Uh, the finals race is getting. Ooh, a little tickle in the back of my throat. Oh, it's clearing out my sinuses. It is spicy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and not only are the games fucked, there was some, well, were the game's exciting, fucked in a good way. Yep. Uh, there was, you know, couple a couple s- of massive tackles, a couple of massive hits. Uh, there, was there was a couple bump that put a player in another dimension. A couple of sad injuries and. Yeah. A coach really deciding, hey, what if I take this... on? But Someone's put a microphone in front of me. What if I am just the biggest fucking dumb cunt in the entire world? What if I just made up a fact? (laughs) (laughs) What if someone put a microphone in front of me and said, hey, tell us about this thing. And I went, I'm going to tell you a wrong thing instead (laughs) and then have a big old sook. Tom, he didn't say anything. His fact wasn't wrong. What he said was just... Fucking stupid. No, no. His fact was also wrong. Because he wanted to know why a team that came last, they didn't, um, <laughs> would be playing a team that won the Premiership. And he wondered why they had such a tough draw, which, uh, so this took place after West Coast's, what's the coach's name, Matthew Pryor? Yeah, Big Pryor. Yeah. um, As in, he's got prize of being a fuckhead. Oh, well, yeah, last year. He's the same coach that said, we're not going to make people wear the Pride jersey. That's right, he is too, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, I saw you get worried if I was just making something up. No, nope, oh, that was him. Yeah. Hit him with a car, I reckon. West Coast. <laughs> you need to look at your entire football situation and question: is it worth having a team? Mm. Maybe take a couple of years off. Both leagues. Here's the thing, the West Coast Girls team has some good players on it. Mm. Like, well, when come you got good on. players, but your coach is a fuckhead, like Nick Del Santo, you're gonna struggle to find success. But even at least that team are winning. Yeah. Yeah, they are. You know? So, look, we'll get to West Coast in a minute. It was a big weekend of footy. Uh, And, yeah, look, if that's only just like a half story for you, basically in a press conference, Matthew Pryor was asked, hey, how'd the game go? And he said... We had good pressure for the first half and then it totally fell away. But what did the AFL expect, giving a team that finished last such a bad fixture? And Joel, they didn't finish last. They finished third last. (laughs) Yep. Um, They have only played one top eight side from last year so far this year, and it was this week, the Demons. Yep. Um, And here's the thing. What, What sucks about him having a whinge is it actually clouds a genuinely important argument about equalization in the Women's League, that when there is still a compromised comp, you can argue that it's not fair, yeah, and that well, every team should be playing so in a fair comp. Prior, you'd have to play both Melbourne and Brisbane, yeah, and you don't play both of them. No, but they do play Adelaide. You also <laughs> don't have to play North Melbourne. No, they don't. No, and you don't have to play. They play three top eight teams from last year. This okay. year, who? Melbourne. Yep. Adelaide. Yep. Western Bulldogs, who are horseshit. Speaking of Adelaide and Western Bulldogs, first game. First game. So what happens when top of the table plays bottom of the table? Nothing good for the bottom of the table. They're 0-7 and and Adelaide are 7-0. Not Um, only are they 0-7, but after this game, I'm pretty sure they had three separate injuries in this game. Yeah, so there was a concussion, I think a knee. Yeah. And then a soft tissue injury or another concussion. Yeah. Or was the knee... Uh, Adelaide also had an injury. Yes, one of the girls that Adelaide went down too. It was oh, a lot. Bit of carnage uh, on a Friday night. Yeah, uh, Adelaide Oval, I guess, had seen what it's. Uh, well, it's, Adelaide Oval it's, didn't it's, see shit, Joel, because they didn't oh, yeah, play sorry, it there. Not Norwood Oval, because the AFL are dumb fox and don't schedule their their quality product at quality venues. Sorry, I meant Norwood Oval saw what its cousin out in the west Optus <laughs> Stadium is capable of. Decided, why not do that too? But yeah, there was a knee, a, con- a knee, and two concussions for Western Bulldogs. That's right. Yeah, not good stuff. Not not good on top of the the issues they've already got on the field. And I mean, this feels like a blip of a year for the Bulldogs. But in such a short season, yeah. I mean, zero seven. You you don't really come back from. But Their draw in the next two weeks isn't too bad. I mean, next week they got Sydney here, and you. Uh, at Oval. Yeah, but Sydney have been playing good football at least. Round nine, they've got uh, the team that finished last last year, West Coast. <laughs> <sighs> Who have already won one game. Yeah. <laughs> and then in round ten, look, they've run their luck does run out because uh, they've got the Kangaroos. A pre-finals tune-up for yeah. a team that is absolutely flying. Speaking of absolutely flying, credit where it's due, Adelaide. They do this thing every year where they have a year where they're good and then a year where they're great, and they win the Premiership. Yeah. They didn't win it last year. But they could be back. Yeah, I... Like, I said this last week, but I think that the top three teams this year are leagues... No, you know what? The top three teams are a significant step up from the yes. fourth team currently. Yep. Sean's not here, so yep. I can say that. Sorry if you're listening, Sean. But yeah, I don't think Brisbane are quite as competitive as the top three. At the moment. But also have the ability to turn it on. Yeah. I, I would also argue there are a couple of teams in the bottom half of the 8th that could scare some of those top four teams. Collingwood for some fucking reason. Yeah. I, I, um, Geelong have had games. Every game against North Melbourne feels like we lose by two points. You keep saying that, but I watched the Geelong-North Melbourne game and they weren't playing for a half and then stood on your neck. But again, it was only a couple of points. No, it wasn't. It was like 25. No, one wasn't. Yeah. No, you're thinking of the Melbourne game. Okay, so the Melbourne game, yeah, you did get smashed. I uh, think the North game was close. Oh, no, it was nine. Yeah, it's two kicks. And I think the game, the final we played against them the year before was like two or three points. We had another game that was like ten. Like, Yeah, okay, yes, it was nine points, but they scored four goals after halftime and you kicked one behind. That's correct. Yeah, so that's um, – Yeah, it's – they feel like we've almost got them a couple of times. Gold Coast also, when they're on, looked like they could do anything, but then then this week played Brisbane and wobbled a bit. It does feel like the top three, it's like- it's one Top one their- 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. <laughs> yep. 12, 13. Yep. 14, 15, mm. 16. And then- West Coast. <laughs> Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs. <laughs> GWS also probably in that- what? Best of luck. Enjoy. Maybe don't worry about this season too much. Category. They're 16th, right? Yeah. Yeah. Port have won the same amount of games as them. One. But they feel like there's, there's more <laughs> juice there. Port feels like they've got things they could be happy about. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Ebony Marinov is very good at football. So is Hatchard. Um, I'm not saying anything groundbreaking there. No. Nah. Next game, I uh, reckon. Gould kicked three. Good stuff. Gould is their rock person. So sure, that is pretty surprising. Uh, rock forward, yeah. It was still. It's will lose. You, hey, you love it when a rock gets uh gets on the goals. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't know. I'm gonna call it that when a forward or a player gets on a <laughs> tear, like kicks four or five. <laughs> oh, they're on the Get, goals. They're getting on the goals tonight. <laughs> Just a player running out, be like, "Hey, Chloe, you getting on the goals today? <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> I am." Tom. Uh next game, and look. We hate to see a cunt coach do well, but uh, St. Kilda did beat the Giants, but it wasn't that convincing of a win. Um, oh, Also, it is Indigenous round. Just wanted to say that, because the jumpers look fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was one of those ones where it annoys me, because yeah. they've now won, I think, three or four in a row, and it just feels like the least deserving three or four in a row of all time. Jess Wardlaw kicked two. Shouldn't have left, shouldn't have left, should not have left Brisbane. Uh, I didn't watch this game because I was in the car. Yeah. <laughs> on the way to watch the next game. That's correct. Uh, Geelong played wall Yep. Which is the Freo Dockers. Yep. Currently going by wall while the Indigenous round Rounds. On. I think it's rounds? Three, three, yeah, two rounds. So I think yep. it's three teams changed their name. So Wild so the Dockers, no. um, Power, go to Yalta Pulte and Nam, mm-hmm. no, obviously the days. Yep. Um Yeah, I went down to this game. Uh, the vibes were good. The weather was interesting. Um, they have a sausage sizzle inside the ground. A, a sausage sizzle inside the ground. That reminds me of my favorite trade radio ad that I actually fucking hate, which is a James Bond impression for Spectre window tint. Don't Sh- don't. I don't want to fucking hear it on this podcast. <laughs> Spectre. Eh? <laughs> what I love is it's a bad Sean Connery impersonation. Uh, Sean Connery hasn't been James Bond for so fucking long. Yeah. Yeah, I, anyone that that is the target audience for is too old to figure out how to listen to the radio through an app. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> because trade radio is not on the radio. No, uh, no. I, don't I mean, think it, it is. is, isn't it? Isn't it SEN? Do SEN run it? I've only ever listened to it through the app, so I yeah, don't me know. too. I don't know. Yeah, Sprechter. eh? <laughs> anyway, there was a. Uh, they have like a thing where um, local footy clubs have like a sausage sizzle. Yep, but it's inside the stadium, inside one of the food outlets. That's good. So it's good stuff. So you get a sausage, you get your free ice cream. Oh yeah, you're having a good day. You get because you've been to X number of games in a row. You get a $10 food voucher. Yeah. So you get some chicken tenders for like a dollar because food is expensive at the footy. Yeah. Um, and then you sit with your mum and dad and your partner and you have a good time. And you watch your team just get to work. You sit there and you go, I wonder what's going to happen today. And Chloe Shear says, a bit of this <laughs> in the third quarter. Um, but no, this was... Chloe Shear was getting on the goals. Chloe, she- <laughs> Chloe Shear got on the goals a little bit. One player wanted to get on the goals so bad this game, Joel. Uh, Ashley Maloney, I think she had four or five shots for a turn of no goals. <laughs> I think two hit the post, uh, one behind, one went out on the full. Yeah. She just, she was having shots everywhere. and she Highest looked, ever fantasy score by her, too. She looked fucking dangerous, man. Like the amount of times she just closes space that lasts, like as the ball's coming in, you think, oh, that ball's going to fall short of her to market in the 50. She just makes up that ground yeah, so quick, makes it happen. Uh, I heard from a friend of the show, Gemma. I also saw a friend of the show, Gemma, at the footy. Oh, yeah? She was up in a, in a box. Yeah. I was did on the ground. Did she see you? She did. She took a photo of me. Yep. Uh, if you follow her on Instagram, you will see a photo of me at the footy. Uh, yeah, she likes to do that, seeing us at the footy then taking a photo. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> papped. It's papped funny. by Bastiani. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you see Gemma at the footy, you see her take a photo of you, and then you check your phone, and she sent you a photo Correct. of yourself. Correct. She was like, "Oh, one minute." And I thought she was sending a text. It was to me, yeah, of a photo of me, yeah. Um, but no, it was great vibes down there. A couple of big things, here. Yeah. So Maloney had an awesome game. The other Maloney also had an awesome game. So last week uh, against the Bombers, we just got outworked in the middle a bit, and yeah. so they just changed things up a bit. Uh, threw Crockett Grills in there, threw Maloney up on the ball just to be a bit like a bit fightier, and um, put Morrison out on a wing. Morrison continues to have. The thing with Geelong is, like, Chloe Shear kick four goals in a game, and everyone talks about that. George Prasparkas is a gun. Everyone talks about that. There was a passage of play. Um, it was vintage Prasparkas. She basically got the ball out of the middle, um, faked around three people, and then kicked the ball into Chloe Shear's throat, who went back and kicked a goal. And it was just like, ah, oh, that's Georgia Prasparkas in a nutshell. So while all that's happening, and Amy McDonald is doing Amy McDonald things, our backline's looking really good. You've still just got Nina Morrison. Yep. Um, who is a number one draft pick um, and is very good at football and just is probably been our most consistent player all year and could win our BNF, potentially. Um, although Claudia Gunjaka down in the back line could as well. She's been playing really nicely. It was just oh, – it was good. And I got to say the best thing ever, Joel. What? I got to see Rachel Kern send somebody to the fucking Shadow Oh, <laughs> that was fucking enormous. So there's a third quarter or fourth quarter – last quarter. Uh, Freya saw to get the ball out the back – Balls bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Freo player's running onto it towards an open goal. No players in error. Rachel Kearns uh, apparently has, like, the special teleportation sword from Fortnite. Yep. And suddenly, bam, she's just there. Closes, like, the last 10 or 15 metres and then puts on a goal-saving bump that <laughs> Freo player just was not ready. It was a yeah. completely fair bump. Yeah. Hip and shoulder. I think put her right shoulder into her left shoulder. Yeah, she's only got one shoulder She now. hit the ground. Rachel Kern stayed up, picked the ball out, ran it out. Yep. Just awesome shit. I also have a crazy stat. What? So, yeah, uh, Walup did not kick a goal in the first quarter. Yep. Joel, would you like to know in how many games this year Geelong have kept an opponent goalless at quarter time? Out of the seven games? Out of the seven games. Seven. Not seven, unfortunately. We played Melbourne and they don't do that. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh six. Six out of seven games, we've had our opponent goalless at quarter time, and a lot of them have also then been goalless at half time. We are starting really well really explosively. Um and then I've I've done my research, don't you worry. no, oh, I yeah, I believe I, you. I was uh, looking at Hey uh, Ivan,
0: you last were goalless. Weeks.
1: You were goalless at quarter time. No no no, I believe that. I remember that. Uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure we kicked a goal before halftime, though, when we did. You did, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was just nice to see us get back to playing the brand of footy that we we play when we win. Yeah. Um, Becky Webb's just finding a bit more form as she's coming back from injury. All in all, great vibes, good energy. Um, uh, a woman was complaining about Indigenous round behind us, and a guy with a lot of yes badges and Indigenous cast sat next to her, and she left, and that was good. That is good. <laughs> um, but, now it was great. Great to see him win. Keep winning. <laughs> fucking hell, keep winning. The eight is so tight. Yeah, keep winning. You, like, yeah, and I'm lucky. I have a one-game buffer now. Yeah, because you, of that win last week. You do not no. have that. And uh, if you look at our fixture, so look who's behind us, if you look at that ladder, Joel. Okay, so currently Geelong, sixth. Uh, seventh, the Suns. yep. Collingwood, who eight. are on a fucking tear. Carlton, who have had a couple of wobbly weeks, but they're ninth. St. Kilda, tenth. Don't worry about that. Just tell me seventh and ninth. Suns and Collingwood, but Carlton and St. Kilda are also on the same amount of points as you. Have a a look at who we play over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to guess next week you are playing, oh, Collingwood. And then the week after that you're playing Richmond. Oh, I I thought we were playing Gold Coast. Do we not play Gold Coast at all? Uh, No. I could have sworn we played Gold Coast. You play, yeah, Collingwood, Richmond, and then Hawthorne. So Collingwood and Richmond also both fighting for spots in the eights. So our next two weeks are massive, yeah. and they're both away games. Eight-point games. Eight-point games. It feels like the, the back half of the men's season all over again. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Except I was playing in 16-point games. <laughs> <laughs> every, every game in the women's is basically a 16-pointer. Yeah. Anyway, I, just, I love footy. I love the team. Another special shout-out to Kate Sermon, too. She's been so good since she came across from um, Port. Uh, next game. Now, a uh, person who told us something in confidence, so we'll just say an unnamed Sydney Swan supporter was furious about this result. Yeah, a bit flat. I Hawthorne turned it on, I guess. Yeah. Um, Sydney, I thought, are better than Hawthorne. It's funny, because both Sydney and Hawthorne came in... Uh, after West Coast yeah, and they have not complained at all and are just winning or, or putting in good performances um, whereas they both came in last year right yeah yeah with Acidon. with Acidon. And, and St Kilda no, no. not St Kilda uh, fucking Port. Port Port West Coast came in the same time as Richmond St Kilda and Gold Coast mm. now one of those teams is shit and towards the bottom <laughs> of the ladder and is having a big sook while the other three are just getting on with it yeah trying to win yeah just saying. Anyway, uh, yeah, I missed most of this game too because I was coming back from the Geelong game. Yeah. Um, but watching bits and pieces and seeing it, it looked like uh, Caitlin Ashmore was like, hey, guys, I'm still good at footy. Don't you worry about it. Yes. I've still got long sleeves, and I'm still good at footy. And fucking Laura Gardner, while she still did have 27 touches, wasn't quite as effective as usual. It's, yeah. 18 handballs. <laughs> <laughs> Under a lot of pressure. It's one of those games where, like, looking at the scoreworm, you can see that, like, there's this... Moment in the game where well it's it's <coughs> at halftime it's even basically but the problem is it's even but Hawthorne is spraying far more shots yes and then in the third quarter they just kind of lifted and Sydney didn't really go with them and it just felt like well it, it was the same amount of s- no it's not never mind I can't read I was going to say the same amount of scoring shots not true Sydney kicked two behinds <laughs> Hawthorne kicked three goals one. Two and four are not the same number. They're not, but they're close. <laughs> they are close. Two they're both less two, than five. But you could also say you that... You could say that all both teams had less than five scoring but shots. But you could also say that Hawthorne had double the amount of scoring shots as Sydney. <laughs> what you could say is that both Hawthorne and Sydney had more scoring shots than West Coast did. That is... You could say that. And just in the second quarter. Yeah. <laughs> uh ooh, um, Yeah. Yeah it's interesting to see these teams match up against each other. It's always like, cause obviously this is a second year for both of the clubs just to, I guess, see how they stack up against each other. It's weird. Like I look at, I look at like the ladder mm. or I would, if the app was good. Yeah. Um, it's, what, what do, it's do you want to know? Uh, where is Sydney on the ladder? They are 12th. Yeah. Fuck. It feels like they are better than that. Well, yeah. Cause they're three and four now. Yeah. Whereas like Freo are 13th and that feels like exactly where Freo should they're be. They're also three and four. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like Sydney are better than Freo. Yeah, but would you say that Richmond feel better than Sydney and Freo? Yes. Yeah, but they're also three and four. and I, I, you know what's psycho? I wouldn't say St. Kilda are better than Sydney or, man, it's a good thing I don't make a lot of vibes. <laughs> yeah. I should. I'm should make going to make a vibe ladder right now. Okay. Let's have a look at the actual ladder. So based on vibes, um, I think <laughs> North – North the number one? North the number one? For vibes. Uh, the, the way this season's going. Yep. Obviously, I'd love to have Geelong number one, but yep. we haven't won enough games, I think, yeah. for us to be up in you that You remember the bit. losses. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was to North. Yep. Uh, I think Adelaide is uh, probably second mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on vibes. Uh, I'm going to go a bit psycho here. No, I'm going to be very tough if this is... Yeah, no, actually. Like- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think the top three, Nam three, is then in third on vibes. Yep. I think next team for vibes. Yep. Geelong. Ge- Okay. Just, we're playing well. Yeah, you've lost maybe one game, maybe lost a couple that's games. It. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It feels like we're going well. You can well. lose two or three games and still be top four. It feels like we're going well. Yeah. Feels like you could be top four. Then four. I think like Essendon. Yep. And then I want to say Gold Coast. Yep. And then I want to say Brisbane because they feel like they haven't got going yet. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? What are they doing? <laughs> They've lost a couple of games. Then they're it, struggling to make the eighth. Then feels like Richmond should be eighth. Yeah. But they're not. No. No. <laughs> So <laughs> And the team on 18th, based on vibes, not the team that's 18th. No. The team that is 18th now is the Bulldogs. And they feel like they should be 16th or 15th. Yeah, West Coast should be 18th. West Coast should be 18th. GWS should be second last. Yeah, not but just, just based on vibes. Yeah. Um, anyway, next game. Uh Gold Coast take on Brisbane. The Q Clash is getting closer, but still big gap. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, actually, based on this new information, I've got to update my vibe (laughs) ladder. Wherever I put Gold Coast? Put Brisbane there. Yeah, okay. I think you've just swapped sixth and seventh on your vibe (laughs) ladder. Yeah, good. (laughs) That checks out. Um, Um, Yeah. This is a bit of a reminder, I think, for the Suns, who are progressing really well and having some good wins and some improvement across the board, that there are still teams that are the benchmark. (laughs) Brisbane are one of them. Yep. I think this is their closest ever loss to them. I think it lasts every other goal, every other loss has been by ten goals. Well, yeah, this was thirty six points, which in AFLW is pretty much the equivalent of ten goals. It's a pretty big. It's a pretty comfortable win. We also got to see Courtney Holler play Co- Rocket Holler. <laughs> that was fucked. She went to space. She did go to well. Well, no, she didn't. She just she, she went, went to another dimension. She went to the same place that that Freo player was, but came out the other side <laughs> yeah. really fast. Yeah. uh... Yeah, because it was. She's running back with the flight and she runs into Dakota Davidson, but in the air at full speed, marks the ball. Real Jonathan Brown areas. I will say it's good to watch the mark and then stop the replay. Don't worry about what happens next. Yeah, you don't need to know if she kicks the goal or not. doesn't matter that she's 15 meters out and sprays it. Here's the issue. The reason she misses she she's going too fast. Yeah, she's tired. All the oxygen's gone out of her brain because she had to go into another dimension. She's also stressed because Dakota Davison is very clearly annoyed. Almost killed her. (laughs) Uh, No regard for human life in that mark. No. Got other things on her mind. Also, they're 35 points up. Hey, is anyone who listens to this podcast good at editing? Uh, Good at editing? Yeah, not you. Any listeners, I don't know why I'm asking a question and expecting a response. If someone who listens to this that podcast. That confuses the shit out of me so I know, bad. I know. If someone who's listening to this podcast can do one little treat for me, uh-huh. and that is put no regard for human life over the footage of Hodder crashing into Dakota Davidson. You could do that. I could do that. I couldn't do that. It's so easy. I don't know how. You just get the clip yep. and you play it underneath the footage. Ooh, hard. But okay. <laughs> you know what? I can't do it. You're right. Uh, man, we're not editors. I'm not a video editor. Yeah, um, hey Joel, if you can find that, can you can you play that audio right now?
0: With no regard for human life.
1: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next game, Dreamtime. Dreamtime. Street time at the Icon Park, Icon <laughs> Park time. Also interesting to see that again Richmond playing at Icon Park. And when Ooh. we and when Geelong play Richmond, we're playing at Icon Park. We've touched on this. The only game that's at fucking Punt Road was Essendon Collingwood. What's going on? Are uh, the AFL fucked in the head? <laughs> I I I think so. I think so too. They're like, "Hey, we've given Essendon Windy Hill this year because it was fucked and everyone was playing at that fucking oval in East Melbourne, Port Melbourne, Port Melbourne." East Melbourne would be Punt Road Oval. That's true. Although technically Richmond, <laughs> Port Melbourne. What's the name of that ground again? There's no games there. It's called year. the Electric Park. It's called the. It's a. It's a company name, Powercore Park. Mm. Powercore. <laughs> you know what? There's a way to find out. We'll go to the fixture from last year. Are we both doing it? Uh, oh man, I'm on a bad app. So maybe you just do it. Uh, I think yep. it's called Powercore Stadium or an Energy Australia Stadium or. Uh, Someone is listening to this right now screaming. Yeah, and that's just, fair. Uh, i just looking at your great Essendon hat, Joel, and I noticed that Essendon is sponsored by Fujitsu and Toyota. Not the car. Forklifts. Yeah, exactly. It's good. <laughs> ETU Stadium. Ah, ah, electrician Trades Union. I knew it was something to do with electricity. Um, yeah, no, no games there this year, but... It was like six teams home home ground last year. It's almost like the AFL are bad at organizing fucking anything. Hey, I'm not complaining there. I would much prefer Windy Hill than... Oh, I know, I know. I more mean like, why did six teams play there? Why are we playing games in Frankston? What's going on? No one wants to go to Frankston. No one wants to go People to Frankston. People that live in Frankston want to leave Frankston. They do. Why do you think the Frankston line is always full? Yeah. The train line, it's chockers. Everyone wakes up, they're like, we've got to get out we of We've got to get dude. out of Frankston. What they don't understand is that the train goes through the city loop, but it sends them back to Frankston. <laughs> it's really upsetting. The day ends back in Frankston. Uh, the end of the line is home. Uh, yeah, tell a dream time game, Joel. Essendon are a good team this year. That's, that's true. And uh, I like seeing it. You've taken some big scalps the last two weeks. I would say that the Geelong win and the Richmond win are big scalps for Richmond, uh, for, for the Bombers. Yeah, I would say that it uh, really cements the fact that uh, we were speaking about this last week, that the middle part of the ladder is pretty jumbled. And I think that a win against Richmond and a win against Geelong show that Essendon are definitely in the top half of that middle meaning that they are looking like provided there is no drastic change in form like finals is on the cards yep. which will be awesome because that will make us the first of the last expansion teams to make finals and i think we'll also make finals before St Kilda and West Coast definitely West Coast because <laughs> <laughs> they're bad Yo, they're on they're vibe so bad. they're 19th <laughs> yeah they they're playing in the AFL W No 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 the uh, VFLW <laughs> Yeah, even though they're from Western yeah, Australia. The what? What? Wa- waf- f- f- waffle. Waffle. <laughs> waffle. 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 Mm. Anyway, um, I haven't seen an update on this, but I am worried that Maddie Pressbarkas was reported for a dangerous tackle. Because oh. she did slam Monconti's head into the ground directly after, a, and it was the first tackle after a goal that was kicked by Maddie Barkis, because she got dangerous tackled into the ground and got a free kick. By Monconti? I don't think it was by Mon but that would have been funny. I just want to... I don't know if the news has come out yet on the reports, but there was a bit of chat that uh, Darcy Maloney was going to get reported for an elbow in the Frio game on uh, Ebony Antonio. And I will say this. Two things. One, Antonio went down like a sack of shit. Whoa! Hang oh. on. As, <laughs> Matty Presparkis has been handed a one-man... Ba- one match ban by the AFLW Match Review for rough conduct. Oh. Not dangerous tackle. That's a rough conduct, yeah. On... Rough conduct is a dangerous tackle. On Sarah Hosking, she tackled Mon Conti. <laughs> oh. Hey, did Darcy Maloney get awake? That's why you're going through the reports there. Yeah, actually, so, yeah, they <laughs> mentioned it here. Uh, everyone expected her to get suspension for rough conduct for an incident involving Richmond's Mon Conti, but got nothing. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see. I, I didn't notice the Hosking incident. Hosking and- Hey, no, answer the question. Did Maloney get suspended? I'm fucking looking. I'm scrolling and talking. Scro- talk less, scroll more. Okay. I need to know if I need to justify the explanation that I've got cooking. And if she didn't get cited, I don't need to explain it. Jack shit. I know the justice has been served. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Sarah Hosking also got reported for <laughs> rough conduct. <laughs> on Manny Uh No, on Georgia Clark. But she didn't get banned. Uh, no, the only other person who got reported and is missing a week. <laughs> Is uh, Rebecca Beeson okay for GWS? Good, because so there was a lot of talk of <laughs> the elbow incident with Darcy Maloney. I will say again, Antonia went down like a sack of potatoes. She's a very tough player. She doesn't need to do that. Um, but in one angle, it looks like she hits with an elbow. But then when you see the angle from the other side, it is very clearly an arm like this, Joel. Mm-hmm. Sort of a chopping motion, and it's the palm that hits her, but her elbow is kind of in the line of it, so it Ooh. looks like an elbow. Sorry, I missed one. Ellen from uh, Adelaide, oh. straight to the tribunal, missing three plus weeks. Ah, uh, because of the concussion. Because of the concussion. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, back to back to Richmond. And Joel, keep talking. Tell me about them girls. Sarah Hosking and Maddie Presbarkas is a funny matchup because last time they played, Sarah Hosking shot Maddie Presbarkas down. So they just did exactly the same thing this time. Did it work in the first quarter? Uh, Sarah Hosking got the first touch, which resulted in a, a goal in the first thirty seconds to Richmond. Then laid two tackles straight away. Then did not touch the ball again until the last quarter. <laughs> um, but then Sarah but it's Hosking, just negating Maddie. Yeah, but hang on. Her stats were – let's pull these stats up because they're funny. It's funny to look at. Uh, So, goal assist. Goal assist. So, yeah. First quarter, two touches, two kicks, two tackles. Yep. Goal assist. Second quarter, one tackle gave away a free kick. (laughs) Third quarter, no touches, no tackles. Fourth quarter – <laughs> one kick one handball one mark one behind five tackles <laughs> jesus sarah's a menace um what it had maddie do i assume she broke through the tag <laughs> yeah she she shrugged the tag She did okay she did okay because last time i think she only got kept to like 11 touches uh this time 24 touches seven tackles and kicked a goal but did get reported so maybe sarah Hoskin got the last laugh and he's missing a week. He's missing a week. Who have you got next week? West Coast. Oh, she can have the week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make it fair. Pryor won't complain then. Oh, we have to play against a team that's really good.
0: Um- Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.
1: Yeah, wow. Also, uh, George Nanskorn just keeps um, improving every fucking week. Yep. This is also another psycho one where in the AFLW app, uh, tell me who plays for which team, Joel. Oh, yeah, both the same color. I use the AFLM app and just select AFLW because that gives you a far better indication of what's going on and loads better. Oh, that's so bad that their own app is so shit- uh, Nance Gawain is probably going to have a huge game against West Coast because I imagine she'll fill the Matty Press Barkers role. Yeah, so who else steps up in that spot? So obviously Nance Gawain does that. They'll move. Do we see more of like Van through the middle and Paige Scott through the middle? Paige Scott kicked her first goal of the season in that game, so they might keep her up forward because she kicked two actually, so she's up and about again. Uh, unfortunately, Daria Bannister, ACL confirmed. They were saying they were hoping it wasn't an ACL. Yeah, because she seemed okay, but it is an ACL, which uh. fucking sucks because she's been, she's missed a couple of games this year already, but she's so good and exact. She's like the spirit of Essendon. She loves kicking goals. She also loves violence. Damn. Um. So, yeah. uh. I imagine we'll move Cody Jarks back out of the back line, put her in the middle. I don't know why she was playing or in the back Amber line. Or Amber Clark, even. Yep. Get her up a bit higher. Um. Yeah. It's a lot going on. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. It's only for one week as well. And you're playing West Coast. Yeah. We could probably just not have a player there. <laughs> I say that, but I am also very well aware that every game is losable. Essendon aren't that good. Um, We're not Melbourne. No. Yeah. No, I should say this week. Um, I got an interesting thing about Mon actually. What? So I was watching another game on another. Are we up to the next game yet? Uh, Oh, also Georgia G was a laid out, so she didn't play against Richmond, where she'll be back next week, presumably. See where we fill that hole too. Yeah. Um, Next game is it? Uh, I fucking love the and AFLW team so much, and seeing Paige Scott kick goals, it's good for the game. She kicked a big goal. Loves kicking goals. (laughs) Loves kicking goals. Loves a hip and shoulder. (laughs) Loves also a hanger. Tries to take a hanger every every marking contest. She's in the air. It feels like Paige Scott has the energy of um, just someone whose internal monologue is at all times, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. That's it. When you hear her talk, it sounds like that anyway. That's good shit. Yeah. She, she's from the country. Yeah, yeah. nah, good. <laughs> She played on uh, Geelong's VFLW team. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Um, yeah. Come home, Paige. What? No, uh, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Paige Scott for uh, Georgie Presparkis. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> AFLW trade period's gonna fucking stress me out so yeah, much. It I'm- is. Same. Same. I'm hoping that Essendon is starting to become like a destination y club in AFLW as well. Adrian what are you did- talking about, of course you are. You got Matty Presparkas, Georgia D, and Bonnie Toogood. Yeah cross. Yeah, but now we're also getting success. So like if people are like, Oh, I want to be part of this now. It'd be so funny. Gerardo is like, I'm standing back from the AFL men's. I'm stand- hoping this happens. I'm now <laughs> the head of list management mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. AFLW. W. I'm recruiting exclusively small inside mid- midfielders who can go forward. Oh, like Georgie Presparkis. She's not a small inside midfielder. She's an inside outside midfield. She's a gun. <laughs> yeah, and I would say she's probably an inside midfielder. You nah. Who can go forward? No, nah, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. What's so Because I'm looking at her stats and it looks. Awfully like she is. I think she's a half-back flanker, you'll find. No, won't take her. Too good. <laughs> that's not true. He needs someone in the it pick 40s that he'll pay overs for. That's not true. Essendon's problem is not that. It's that we go for... It's like players that haven't quite reached their... They're expected to be like all Australian players that haven't quite got there and they're injury prone. Well, that's not Georgie Prasparkas. Well, it could be. What, you want her to be injury prone? I don't want her to be injury prone. That's a fuck thing to put in the world, Joel. I, I hope Georgie Pressbach is nothing but the best at her time at Essendon next year. Uh, she signed a two year contract last year. Yeah. yeah. Say for one more year. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, next game, Arnstreet Oval. So I watched a bit of this game. Yeah. And at some point during this game, Joel, they cut to the crowd and guess who was there? Who? Talking to somebody in Port Adelaide, gear. Who? Mon Conti. She was at this game, <laughs> just standing in the crowd, chatting to someone in like a Port Adelaide like hoodie tracksuit vibe. Huh. I know. I don't know anything, right? She could just know that person. Well, I mean, she might know someone in the in the in either I mean, side. Taylor Harris was at the uh, Dreamtime game, but that makes sense because she's friends with she Maddie and. Look, I am not going to speculate in someone's relationship, but she was dating Cody Jacques hmm. Instagram. Look, if these were people I knew in real life, I would be concerned based on the frequency of posting has substantially changed. But they do play for opposite teams now, and the league is in action. So I don't know if they've calmed down on the posting. She was at the game we were at, too. Yeah. She'd also be friends with Maddie. She's definitely is friends with Maddie. They hang out all the time. Again, according to Instagram. Mm, mm. Man, it's dangerous knowing so much about players' lives. Yeah. I like it when they're mysterious and remote. I wonder if people think like about my us dad. like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my dad's caring and compassionate and in my life heaps. Yeah, that's nice. Makes you hot dogs. He does. My fucking man, <laughs> a good boy. Um, yeah, so Mon Conti was there. Now, I assume she knows someone there. Well, but imagine if she's there for a bombshell trade to like North <laughs> or Port. Tom, Yeah, <laughs> we're in trade radio time, so this would be enough to be like, hey, I've got a tip. Uh, Mon Conti's done a fitness. Can I just say, imagine calling trade radio with AFLW trade news. They would be confused to roll with it, I reckon. I've got to get Kane though. I'd have to, I'd have to text in during Kane Corns He'll ignore it. But it's Port. Yeah. Oh, Monconi to Port. that will be big. Uh, that's and- all. That's all I was saying. I saw this. Um, so Jazz Garner broke a well, record on the weekend. Yep. Most meters gained in a game. Yeah. Thank it was you, like Gemma. Six 630- hundred uh, and thirty. Seven hundred and eighty something. <laughs> Okay, so neither of our numbers were close together. So I'm just gonna. I'll, I think I'll, I'm closer. I'll fact check. It's the sevens. I couldn't remember if it was six seven or if it was seven three. You know what? We'll find out in one second. Seven eighty nine. Hey, you were closer. I was the closest. It's because I'm a fucking genius. You are not. You you you're a beautiful idiot. <laughs> um, do you know who's good at football? Jasmine Garner. Garner. <laughs> Thirty nine dodgers. <laughs> She just Kicked a goal, she just four tackles, them. five marks. She had a couple of moments too where, like, she just is so good that she can fumble the ball and it still works for her. You know how else is good at football? Azra Yeah, man, it's good having two. It's good. Hey, you can not to have two. <laughs> uh, North have said, yes, you can. See, this is what I like about Geelong's midfield of McDonald, Morrison, and Prasparkas. You've got to have two. Essendon have it with Maddie. But Bonnie, too good. Mm. You need another one in there. It's not Georgie. Take someone else. Mm. We've got, well, I feel like and Oh, yeah, Nanskorn can be your your other one. gone. You've got to have a big two. gone still looks like she's playing footy in, like, 1987. And I think that's what, it gives her her powers. Um, also, there was a lot of fucked goals kicked in this game. So many goals kicked from the forward pocket at the pool end of Arden Street Oval. uh, You'll know this if you've been there and there's a pool (laughs) at one end. Yep. Um, At that end of the Oval, uh, so to the right of screen, so many goals kicked from the right-hand pocket off like one step. I think there was like three absolutely fucked bounces, pocket goals. So Port Roy's up against it because North are very hard to play against and they brought a fair bit of pressure early, but again, it just faded. And then... Also, it was against him. North for kicking fucked goals. Yeah. I uh, will just quickly go back to it. Um, Essendon kicked eight goals, seven goal kickers. Everyone was getting on the goals. Love <laughs> it when everyone gets on the goals. It was good. Um, look, next game. Uh, Carlton Collingwood. It was wet. It was high pressure. Carlton at no point looked like they were going to win this game. A lot of people tipped them. Don't know why. Collingwood have looked red hot. Yeah, but they haven't also. How many tips do you got this week? Probably a bad amount. Mm. Ask me a follow-up question, Joel. Did I do tips this week? <laughs> I was moving house. There was a lot going on. I, I did my I did my I did my team. I don't think I did any tips this week. Mm. I think I missed tips this week. Let's have a look. It's it's so bad here. Uh tip now, women's. Uh, we're round. S- uh, was it round seven just gone? Was round seven just gone? Lots of question marks, Joel. I didn't do a tip this week. <laughs> yeah, did I do them last week? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, this could be bad. Imagine if this just <laughs> didn't do them last week either, Joel. I haven't done tips for 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 so many weeks. Tom, you know that you were in the top twenty, yeah. Yeah, I was and doing And now well. you're, you're still 33rd. I can come back. You can come back. You know, while we're sitting here, I'm going to do my tips. Uh, Tom, guess what many I got this week? Nine? Yep. No fuck. I'm second in the footy tipping competition. It's getting juicy All up right. top. I'm just going to have a look at what I uh, would have tipped if I tipped this week and just see how I would have gone. I would have tipped Adelaide. I probably would have tipped GWS out of spite. I would have tipped uh, Geelong, Sydney, Brisbane, Essendon, North, I probably would have tipped Carlton and I would have tipped Melbourne. So I'd probably get about five. (laughs) Which is, I think – well, which is what you got anyway. Why did I get five? Because of the settings and the tipping. Ah, the lowest tips, yeah. No. It's the away teams, isn't it? No. I'll have to check my settings. One, two, three, four, four, five. Five away teams won. So it's away teams. Adelaide, Brisbane next week. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's juicy um Anyway yeah Carlton Collingwood it was a high pressure contest I watched it Bree Davy very good at football Benici also very good at football Moody went bananas in the last quarter not necessarily with disposals but just like was there amongst it laid four tackles in a quarter just there's a lot going on um also a bunch of hitouts I think late in the last quarter which, Carlton had all of the ball. It lived in their forward line, but they just could not score. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, it was good for Essendon, though, because, again, we're now clear fifth. Fourth and fifth, same amount of points. Juicy. Uh, and then last game, which we covered at the start Nam versus West Coast Eagles. Nam won by 70 points. So I saw a stat that said that the Dees, uh, Nam, have had in three separate games this year, have had one player kick five goals against a team. So uh, Kate Hoare did it. Mm-hmm. Eden Zanka did it. And this week, Alyssa Bannon did it. Yeah. Fuck this, Gary. <laughs> Kate Hoare had a crack at it too because she kicked 2-3. So it's still five scoring shots. What's also crazy, though, is you look at how good they were and how good they've consistently been, and Adelaide worked out how to stop them at home. Yeah. Which is scary for Yeah, Adelaide. that's why I'm worried about... Adelaide. Uh, I think Adelaide will probably be Brisbane next week. I tip Brisbane. Because I believe in friendship and Courtney a rocket. You're you're, you're worried that if Brisbane lose, that it's another week without Sean next week. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. We're getting him back. He was in this... He was sitting right there. He was sitting right there. (sighs) Uh, Tom, even though it is my favorite time of the year, we're not going to have a lot of time to cover it because I have to go pick up a friend from the airport shortly. But... Trade Radio will be finished by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, which means that when- You're listening to this episode, the trade deadline is done. Actually, wrong. This episode will come out during the last day of trades. So you listen to this potentially on a Thursday. Trade Radio has been done. Yeah. When this episode drops, Trade Radio will still be firing. Just. Um, so some big ones still not to go. Zerk Thatcher, the Zur- trade hasn't happened yet. Not for us yet. Uh, Zerk Thatcher an hour ago said he wants to go to the draft if- he doesn't get to port, which is crazy because Zerk Thatcher has a three-year deal. I thought for a second it was going to look like we were going to collect a lot of players and not trade anyone. I think that deal gets done. I think port so, is just too. funny about making it a straight swap? This is the thing. People are like, yeah, but this player is better than this player. That's not how the trade works. It's based on the currency of what that player is worth to that club. And right now, Zerk Thatcher is worth a lot to port. Yeah. Well, Radicali He's worth is- probably about a Xavier Dursma. Radagalia is going to fuck over Port Adelaide something fierce because Chris Scott has been what? like I've always been a big fan of so Radagalia even, I though, like to, I even li- though I've never I look obviously every week you got to pick the best team and he mightn't be in it but I believe in him so you're going to have to do better than pick 22 which is now 25 to, I think which would have been 28, 29 no it was 22 went to 25 so the thing is John want to play for Radagalia it's basically the trade So I I would like to clear up some misinformation on Rani So people are like, he got dropped, didn't make the best 22. Incorrect. Got injured. Got injured. Mm -hmm. uh, Came back through the VFL, played two games in the VFL, then came straight back into the senior side, played several games in a row, then got injured again. Yep. Uh, There was a point halfway through the year, he was in our top five in our BNF before he got injured. Yep. Uh, I will also say tried as a forward didn't work. Tried as a rock didn't work. Tried as a backman hasn't quite No, I, I, think he's, I think he is a decent defender. I think he's a very good intercept mark. Um, he's he's big. He's athletic. He can take a good grab. And I think he can pinch it in the rock. He's actually perfect to what Port need. He's also perfect to what Geelong need as our back line slowly starts to transition again. So I understand why Geelong are like, no, 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 fuck off. We'd like to keep him unless you give us something good. That's fair. Um, yeah, so at the moment there's a lot going on, but I will say it has been funny to watch Essendon just collect all of these players that I would never have dreamed would ever play at Essendon. Gresham. In what world fucking Todd Goldstein playing at Essendon? <laughs> Harry Mackay. Harry Mackay got done. Uh, today- You getting fucked? Did I, just get the, did I just get the- I was confused. You did. You've yeah. got Ben. 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 I said that I was like, hang on a second. The one who <laughs> hasn't won a Coleman medal. Yes. Yet. Ben. <laughs> I would not put a pass just to him forward for some <laughs> yeah, we're reason. Yeah, we Ben McKay at <laughs> full forward. They think it's the other Mackay. Mm. Brad Scott's like, no, 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 we got the Carlton one. I know, because I was at North. Did you see the in- exchange on social media between the two clubs, Essendon and Carlton? Yes. Pretty funny. And very funny, where they're like, hey, we'll get the other one. Did you see the guy who retweet reposted that tweet of uh, Essendon being like, hey, Harry, you should come. You look good in bombers' colors as <laughs> yeah. well. Cullen's supporter being like, this should be an offence. You should get fought. This is draft tampering." (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Oh, I love trade radio and all the psychosis. Actually, I guess like the big, big trade that we hasn't happened yet. Jack Gunston wants to go go. back to Hawthorne. (laughs) Hawthorne are like, nah, I don't think we want him. Apparently it blindsided Brisbane and Hawthorne. And well, now Hawthorne are like, we got other shit we're focusing on. I think it blindsided Brisbane. Hawthorne apparently were aware of it, but I think it tried to play it down, hoping that It'd if go it away. did happen. Either it would go away or they could just be like, well, he's picked 70. <laughs> she go to Melbourne. Well, yeah. Someone was saying Essendon. And I was Someone like, was like, Jack Gunston would be good for Geelong. In what fucking world? <laughs> well, We've got three key forwards already. That are already as old as him. Yeah. And Um, better. (laughs) Yeah, so there's a lot of chaos going. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, We love footy. We'll be able to give you a full recap of what's going on next week. When we cover round eight. Round eight. Also, just in case you're wondering, the squad's been dropping. We've been winning. We've Mm -hmm. been having good times. There's been some solo wins. There's been some duos, some trios. Uh, Joel played in a game recently where you killed the same guy three times. Yeah, with your brother. We murdered the same person three times. And earlier today, I made a kill from 282 meters. Uh, To quote Jacob, that is the longest shot I have ever seen. And to quote me, it was disgusting. A very dirty shot. Love Fortnite. Yeah, it's it's consuming our lives. Mm, I'm going to drop. Do you know how many hours of Fortnite I've played since start? I started like a few weeks ago? <coughs> how many? 76 hours. Jesus. Because I'm I'm approaching 30 and I was looking at that being like, i played well, a lot. 76? The danger I have is I could play couch, uh, split co-op. screen yeah. with my partner. Not go up, you're against each other, but you know what? No, well, no I guess it could be duos. No, we're so duos, yeah. Can you play? Yeah, split screen duos, that's what we play. No, 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 but could you play... You'd have to be in the same lobby, I guess. I don't think it would work. you yeah, would have to be in my party to, to Jewish, play, yeah, I think. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot going on in footy. Uh we'll lot going you- on in Fortnite. A lot going on in footy. Sean might be back next week, but no promises. No way. Nah. Yeah, he unless there's a- If you a- miss Sean's voice, you should listen. Actually, this is a really big plug. If you miss Sean's voice, you should listen to this Friday's episode of Scaredy Boys. It is not your regular episode of Scaredy Boys. We are not reviewing a movie. Tom. I hear uh, you recently purchased a house. I recently did purchase a house and friends of mine who may be associated with the Scaredy Boys uh, podcast bought me a housewarming gift and listeners, maybe it's cursed. And maybe the friends that are associated with you and brought you the housewarming gifts could be two hosts of Scaredy Boys. And you can find out by listening to the episode on Friday. Uh, you can listen to, there's nothing special happening in my podcast, but hey, check them out anyway. Go funny. Woo!